On this episode of the Quick Pop Podcast, Ace and Jake are back with another episode of Title Talk. After going over some of the small goings on in wrestling, Ace and Jake tackled the tag team titles in WWE and even some of the other promotions. Hope you wanted somebody to podcast about wrestling, because that's what you got. Hey, everybody, this is Quick Pop Podcast. You know that. You clicked on the button. You subscribe. You listen. You probably already know who I am. I am Jake, your host as always, or some days. And with me is the low-key, the under-the-weather, the on... the, the Dude, he just kicked out at two and a half on death's door. Ace is here, guys. Yeah, but... uh okay i'm feeling better uh I, I don't talk about it on social media so it's not like for those of you who are watching on social media uh but yeah i i had i was down with the sickness uh there for a while and i just but your mother fi- got up right before you got down with the sickness right? yeah, so, uh, so, somebody went down uh and i, I felt better uh <laughs> I oh, I did Lord. not watch a lot of wrestling uh, uh, during my sickness. Uh, main- so so wait, so what you're telling me? What you're telling me here is y- you went down with the flu. For anyone that doesn't know, it's the flu, and you didn't have the strength to muster up to watch all the wrestling. Uh, I did have the strength to uh, watch a YouTube series on Marvel Comics and a YouTube series on Dragon Ball Z, if that counts. Oh. Well, those are both very important things, and I'm proud of you. Uh, I am am disappointed in you for not watching the beauty that was NXT TakeOver Portland. No, no, no. Uh, I I can accept where I I quote-unquote goofed, but uh, when you're you're lying there in bed, dying, and uh, YouTube's like, hey, you want to watch this uh, 41-part series on the history of the Marvelverse? I'm like... I do actually. Okay, wait. Question: It was it the movie forty-one part about no, the movie Marvelverse or com- nice? Was it like how how far back did it go? I mean, it was in depth. It went into the Civil War, the multiverse. Uh, it even talked about the zombie verse angle that they did. Like, yes, I love that. Uh, fun fact: It was written by Robert Kirkman, who does Walking Dead. Uh, and basically, he was doing Walking Dead, and Marvel's like, "Hey, we want a zombie thing. Come do a zombie thing for us." And he's like, "I don't want to be the zombie guy." And then they showed him the check, and he goes, "I'll be the zombie guy. I'll be the zombie guy." But uh, yeah, it was actually really, really good. Uh, we're going to talk about wrestling, but I will absolutely, positively give a uh, huge bump to uh, a channel by the name of Comic Sto- Comic Storian, I think his name, or Comic Historian. I don't know how you pronounce it, but it's in that vein. Uh, very, 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 very good channel. If you're like, I am so far behind on my comic knowledge because he's got like a ton. That's uh that's really really cool. I wouldn't mind uh doing that because over the last uh years like I keep up with some stuff but not everything. Right. And that'd be cool to round me out on maybe some of the stuff that I either don't know or forgot about. Oh, it's Pretty nice. Cool. Uh last thing I'll say before you know we actually get back on topic cuz I'm the worst. Uh I had not watched or I had not read and everything the uh the Batman Who Laughs saga. And uh oh. 
you haven't read that at all? No, no. And so I was like, oh, I've heard a lot about this. I need to check it out. And so I just watched his uh, series. And uh, there were there's there's two types. There's one where he'll break down basically like beat by beat, story beat by story beat, like what happens. And then there's another where he kind of sort of like reads it uh, with with voice work. Like it's not quite read along because like he doesn't actually show the text on screen, but he shows yeah. the images. So like you get an idea of what's happening and what they're saying. So okay, there's two I, ways I, to enjoy it. We're trying to not completely go off on this tangent, but I'm gonna have to go off on this tangent. So okay, you said you did the Batman that laughs. Did that include the whole introduction of the character in the middle crossover? Well, that's or... just it. So the first one I watched was just about like his his big, uh, you know, main uh, series thing, like not the the dark metal stuff. Uh, the one that was just taught, like where he was directly interfering with uh, Batman and Batman and defeating him and everything. Uh, but then, okay, I, yeah, but then they yeah, kept that's referencing. That, that's the Batman who laughed. That comes uh, after Metal. Right. Well, that's what I'm saying. They kept referencing yeah. though the you know well this was a callback to this and this is because this happened and I was like oh okay so and then I went and watched that so like good good uh it's. I'm sure anyone that knows me is no surprise. I love Scott Snyder as a writer. Um, I think his Batman run is awesome. I think his horror comics are amazing. Um, I really like the Batman who laughs. My favorite actually is Red Death. Why are we getting into this? This we is a whole other podcast. Look, look, this is another podcast. No one, look, no one wants to hear me gush about comic book writers. Hold on. I got you. I got you one. Okay, since we're doing this early. Let's let's do our podcast. Not that we're gonna note any less energy to it. But let's do our podcast, and for you, we'll do a special post post podcast recording, <laughs> where we can just talk about uh, all the things that I learned, all the things that you learned. Okay. Well, and you can you know quote unquote fact check. All right, all right. So, uh, really quickly, we're not going to delve into it, guys, but there was an NXT takeover. Ace had the flu. I watched it. Um, very, very well done. I, uh, I live vicariously through uh, my, my wrestling compatriots. Because, like, because what will happen is, uh, if, it, if events happening or whatever, and I'm like, ah, oh, I didn't get to watch it or whatever, it's okay. I'll literally just go hang out on Twitter, and eventually someone will say something about it. And I'll just be like, oh, okay, cool. That, all right. So okay, I live cool. now, now. Now I am informed. So, like, I definitely uh, live vicariously through uh, my wrestling compatriots because I'm like, oh, dang, I didn't watch uh, Takeover, and so then I just get on Twitter, and you know, you got people going like, oh my god, this is just the best best wrestling so, so, ever. So, so, so basically, if you what you're saying is, if you missed a wrestling pay per view, you find out about it by the same way ninety percent of America finds out about their news. They scroll through Twitter and goes, "What? What did we do? What actually, laws in play?" Actually, to be fair, I get most of my uh, news from the Daily Show, so I'm even worse. Oh Lord! Oh Lord! <sighs> anyway, anyway, so um. Just just quick recap, uh, Dijak and Keith Lee in the opening match for the, uh, for the North American title was amazing. I highly recommend anyone watch that match. 
it was a match that when it ended, it was like, cool, okay, we watched the thing. There's more? There's th That's not it? This this was worth <coughs> the mission. But I guess I will continue watching this. Um, no surprise. Uh, Bianca Belair failed to take the title from Rhea Ripley. Charlotte showed up. Once again, no. Uh, and it's going to be Charlotte and Ripley at Mania, which should be a really good match. Raise your hand if you're um, surprised and put your hands down. Yeah. Although I was fantasy booking while I was uh, watching it. As we all um, do. Because uh, me and my friend was texting back and forth. And like right as they came out, you know, so I, uh, my friend was like, oh, it's going to be a good match. But I mean, you know the ending of it. And I'm like, we do know the ending of it. I was like, and it is obvious that it's going to be Charlotte and Ripley. So what if they let Bianca Belair win? And then Charlotte's like, uh, I, I guess I'm cash. And TakeOver is the night before Mania. So then what if they gave Ripley her a rematch the night before Mania? So therefore going into Mania, Char Charlotte is like, oh, you win the Royal Rumble, but you don't know who you're facing. Hmm. And mean, that could have been cool, but they didn't do that. Ripley won. Uh, we have new tag champions in the Broserweights. Wait, I'm just gonna tag champions. Yeah, keep let's keep that thought in mind. Um, I know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, hey, don't get ahead of me now. Um, I'm just gonna say this. I um, I love Pete Dunne. I love Pete Dunne. So good in the ring. Such a fun character. I love the I love the grumpy guy that doesn't care but does care. I love it. Um, Matthew Riddle, you're you not, are amazing. You're, in you're the not ring. sure about Matthew Riddle, are we? Oh no, I now don't like Matthew Riddle. Um, in the Indies, he was amazing. He came in. I already knew he, like what his character would be. It's basically RVD, hmm. uh, high on his free time. I get it. Um, anyway, but so. He goes into NXT. He's now five moves of doom. His matches are stale. And this, how many fish could Bobby Fish fry? Bobby Fish could fry fish. Needs to just stop. He Like, it's so stupid. It's, uh, I don't I know. Just, I, I kind of like it. I'm, I'm not. Wait till you see TakeOver. They take it to a whole nother level. It doesn't matter. Um, yeah, I'm just, I'm not, I'm, I'm not, I'm not sold. And the more he's on TV, I don't like Matthew Riddle. Uh, let's see what what else happened. Uh, well, uh, in the main event, Cole. Oh yeah, no, two, when? How dare you not watch it? Your boy Finn Balor put on a match with Johnny Gargano. <laughs> I didn't watch it because of like the people. I didn't watch it because I, I was trying to not I die. Know, I, know. <laughs> I know, I know. I wasn't like, but, oh hey, wow. If you were hey, if you were a true fan of Finn Balor, you would have been watching that match on your deathbed. <laughs> but anyway uh so finn beats johnny so then in the main event adam cole faces uh champa <coughs> really awesome back and forth match uh undisputed error come out he cleans house then johnny's there and johnny's like going to hand him the title and then johnny hits him with the title and costs him the match so they're doing some angle where like johnny losing to finn kind of snapped something in johnny and now it looks like for Mania Weekend, my, my guess is for Mania Weekend, it's going to be Adam Cole versus Finn Balor, which I cannot wait to see. Uh, and I think match. they're going to do uh, Johnny Gargano, uh, Ciampa, 95, 
Um, but that match is so good. I don't care that I've seen it 94 other times. I mean, uh, so like WWE definitely has a bad case of like giving you repeats, but there's some people that work so well together that a repeat's not really the worst thing. Yes, like Rey Mysterio and Andrade. Yes. Rey Mysterio and Andrade can face each other every week on Raw, and I'd be okay with it. Yeah, it's like, oh, this match again? Cool, I'll watch it. And I think Gargano and Ciampa is the same thing. If you're going to tell me every two, three months we're going to throw this uh, rivalry back out there, sure, good, let's do it. Now, on, the, mean, on the flip side, though... Uh... What is it? so we're gonna we're gonna skip gears just a little bit so that way the gears move towards towards a direction. Yeah, what yeah. is your opinion on what they're doing with Randy Orton and surprisingly Matt Hardy? Do uh, you well, I mean, think... they murdered Matt Hardy on Raw this. Well, yeah, they already murdered him, and now they're just murdering him again. Again, yes. Um. Well, okay. One, I, I well, one, it's all just to get to Edge, right? So it's all just something to have a storyline going to get to edge. Um, with a sidebar is this. Okay. So Randy Orton has never been one of my favorite wrestlers, right? But Randy Orton is one of those guys that when he, you can tell if Randy Orton likes a storyline or not, because when it com- <laughs> comes to promos or when it comes to in the ring, you can see he's just like going through the motions. He doesn't care. But like when Randy Orton is in a storyline that he cares about and working with somebody that he likes to work with, you can tell. And you can tell he's looking forward to this match with Edge. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, you can really tell. Um, Matt Hardy, there's rumors that the reason they killed him is because they are writing him off TV because they're wanting him as a backstage uh personnel a producer a booker that type of uh you know in creative something of that nature um and they're going through contract negotiations and he hasn't signed anything just yet and they're not sure if he will so there's rumors that they did that just because it's like yeah he was poking around tv here and there let's murder him that way if he you know doesn't sign a contract and i'm just throwing it out there i'm not saying it's happening people yes go ahead say it Say it. If he leaves for like an AEW, um, stop then, it. They, trying then they murdered him. Then they murdered him on TV. Hey, you're the one. You're like, oh, I'm sorry. Did somebody last week do a little uh, predicting in a, a fantasy book? Oh, I 100 percent did. But you're yeah. set, what you're doing is you're specifically saying like yeah. the well, words AEW as an example because they're the other one on major television. Reason that um, like AEW like rival. It, it, it could be impact, but anyway, I'm just saying like, I, I, I believe that when, I mean, this does um, move that storyline along, but I also think it murders him on television. So if he goes somewhere else and pops up on AEW, on impact on ROH, then it isn't like a, Oh, that guy we haven't seen in a while. It's like, Oh yeah. Last time we saw him, he was beaten to death by a WWE superstar, you know? So like, that's almost assuredly like the plan. Like, not even you know, a dot in my mind that that's what they're planning to do. Uh, yeah, that said, though, uh, I was watching it all play out, and there's a little part of me that's like, maybe they're giving Matt like a swan song kind of thing. 
yeah. I hadn't haven't really decided like if you know that's yes the case, but uh, you know I was the very first like I was you know me I was a huge proponent of like oh yeah you know this is like leading up to maybe he's in charge of the Dark Order because of all these like cryptic Twitter things, so like don't get me to sit in here trying to say like ah no it's actually this like uh, yeah <clears throat> but. I don't know. There's a little part of me that was like watching it all go down and was like, maybe like Edge is going to have a hand for sure. But maybe this is one of those things where like they're giving Matt a swan song because like, you know, you think they before. So, okay, what you're saying may happen is because it's going to be Orton and Edge at Mania. Yeah. But you're saying maybe at Elimination Chamber or the Saudi show, it's hardy versus orton something like that yeah or hardy interferes you know costs orton the win and that's what leads to the mania maybe because see here's what i'm thinking and like like i said this is all like super theory crafting we don't have our full uh full uh hall of fame list yet yeah Maybe you think the Hardys go in. Maybe the Hardys are the tag team that go in. Maybe because I thought my first thought when I thought that was like, well, we've got the uh, we've got the New World Order, but then I was like, well, they're not like officially like a tag team. Like they're literally nah. They'd just be a group. They'll still do a celebrity a tag team and a lady, lady, um, which because she showed up at the Rumble. Because last night Tegan Knox did her move as an homage to her. Can we get Molly Holly in that freaking uh, Hall of Fame? Let's just just put Molly Holly in there, <laughs> right? I'm I'm all for Molly being in there. I I will go on record as saying I liked Molly. She was she was pretty nice. You know what else I liked? What else did you like? I have always in wrestling liked tag teams, Ace. It's almost like that's why I brought up the tag team and thing there at the end. Hmm. I know I out segued you. Gotcha. Is it a segue if it's already segueing? Oh, I just segued a segue. So you turned it around and now we've got to come back. I sideswiped your segue. It's not how that works. Hey guys, we're going to talk about tag teams. <laughs> More specifically, uh, probably like, oh man, like, seven months ago it's been a while since we've done yeah. one of these uh we introduced a new segment called title talk uh which i have been enjoying immensely um <coughs> excuse me Don't die. too late um i've been enjoying title talk immensely because it means that we get to like sidebar like crazy but like there's a reason we're sidebarring like crazy uh, let's see. Yeah, let's just talk about tag teams. That seems like the good place to start. Uh, we're going to be talking about the tag team titles. Now, a couple of caveats, because when you get into the tag team titles, especially with it being like super vague like that, uh, you start to kind of get into like, which one? The world, the WWE, the... In the newer ones, you've got the red and the blue. Uh, it gets a little on the tricky side. So, for the sake of sake, 
we're just going to talk about tag team titles in general. Uh, Mainly within WWE. Mainly within WWE. I mean, there's nothing saying we can't reference other, uh, other promotions. But the idea is like the tag team titles in WWE. Yeah, uh, I think that's fair. Yeah, I mean, just because if you if you open it up too far, uh, then you're just you're going to go a little excessive. All right, so we're talking tag team wrestling. So Ace, I know we're going to bounce back and forth different questions and different uh, topics based on the tag team titles. First, I got to know who's your all time favorite tag team? Ooh, all time favorite. God, that's going to be. That one's a little tough because there's been so, so many good tag teams over the years. Let's break it like down. A top, if you need like a top three or just the well, top of on. different eras. That's what I was about to say. Let's, let's say, let's call the PG shift the mark. Let's not get into like attitude and undisputed and aggressive and ruthless and everything okay. like that. Let's call the PG era the the ad and bc line okay um so just so you're saying just in the pg era well well let's say our favorite in like uh pb p pg and apg okay pre pg and after pg gotcha so favorite pre pg uh so sentimental pick is going to be the Brothers of Destruction. Okay, uh, yeah, that, that's a good. Take, pick. Taker Kane, and that's just because as a kid, I, when I watched it, uh, I didn't get to watch it like a lot. Like if I saw it, it was because my parents accidentally left it on, or we flipped through it and no one was really paying attention. Uh, so if I watched it as a kid, it was very you know a big deal. And they were just way, way larger than life. Uh, just, you know, I mean, this was back when uh, Kane still was masked 24-7. And this was, yeah. uh, they originally existed during the uh, <coughs> the American Biker Taker, right? Uh, yes. Um, I, I want to say... Th- I'm trying to think because let's see. I don't think they, they may were have first. I think they may have first teamed together without the name, um, with uh, with the kind of post Ministry of Darkness Taker. But I think once they teamed on the regular, yeah, you know, it was post Ministry of Darkness Taker because they first teamed when it was um, it was kind of like them two both trying to win the title from Austin, but then sometimes they'd have tag matches. But once they gave them the name Brothers of Destruction was when they reteamed up uh, after he was the uh, the biker taker. Right. Like they weren't officially Brothers of Destruction until Biker Taker. I mean, they did tag Correct. as like Brothers Kane and Taker, but like they were the dead man and the big red machine were never officially uh, a tag team until he, you know, had his uh, midlife 90s crisis. Uh, yeah, nothing wrong with that. But let's all let's all admit, as cool as it was, it was also completely out of left field. All right. Uh, 
So that was my that was my pre PG post PG. Hmm. That one's a little tougher because uh, you either like you're on top 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 of things or it's just not even worth it. Uh, so post PG, I'd have to say I'm gonna have to say heavy machinery. That's the name that keeps popping up. Oh wow! They're they're just they're so me, me inter- and you are two different t- type of people. True, there that one's more of a entertainment and in ring at the same time. Plus, like I, I can't turn down the fact that Otis is constantly in this weird love triangle with uh, Mandy Rose, uh, and it's it's so precious. It is a fun thing. Um, so. If we're going all-time favorite tag teams, I'm going to have to go with the first tag team that caught my eye. The first one that made me love tag team moves. And the first one that just made me love just the uh, presentation. And that's the Legion of Doom. Uh, or the Road Warriors, if we're going outside of WWE. Mm-hmm. Um, just, uh, I just, dude, the, the Legion of Doom with the red uh, football pads with the black spikes, the face paint. Hawks, oh, what a rush! And just uh, seeing the Doomsday device for the first time, uh, it just made me appreciate what tag team wrestling was. Oh, for sure. And I, they, they forever will probably be one of, if not my all-time favorite tag team. Now, um, if we're going PG era, you and Heavy Machinery, I would say if it's only WWE, ah, uh, man, um. There's a few that pop in my head. Um, so, okay. So since we're saying only WWE, I'm not going to count NXT. Okay. So I am going to say it is a tie between the Usos and the New Day. Ooh, I didn't even think about the New Day. That's just because I don't, I don't ever see the New Day unless they're the trio and you know they haven't really been the trio for a while so it's hard i don't see the new day like well it's just uh the new day and the usos just had that series about a two years ago uh where they just like faced each other almost every other month on pay-per-view but yet every match surprisingly was good and there was that one SummerSlam that they put it on the pre-show match and then it was amazing and then 90% of the actual card wasn't as good as that one match right um so yeah, I'm gonna have to say for the PG era, uh, it, it's New Days and Usos as as a tie for me. I'll give you that. Uh, the Usos, I think I didn't go with, and it's only because uh, I think it was when when they when they switched, uh, I had a hard hard time like getting down with that. Not that there was anything wrong with their new deal. But it was just when like it happened, uh, I I was immediately like ah, I just I don't know, like you know what I mean. Not necessarily that I didn't like yeah. it, just that it because it happened so oh, no. suddenly. At first, I thought it was a little stupid, and then once they got kind of more into once it became more of just not just yelling out Uso Penitentiary, but like. They had like the rap battle with New Day, and then they just started saying like all this like crazy stuff. Uh, I started liking it a lot more. <sighs> uh, 
And you're, now the New Day, uh, what's funny about them is they, that was probably the same way for me. Uh, like I probably felt the same way with the New Day. But I think I, uh, I think I fell for them a lot easier. Yeah. Well, it was also because, so they wanted to be a group and originally they wanted to be like a nation of domination group with Xavier <laughs> basically just being the mouthpiece mm-hmm. and just basically being like, I have a degree. I'm better than you. Like I'm a, I'm a smart uh, black man. And we are, you know, I have two other like uh, prestigious black athletes that y'all just are overlooking and stuff like that. And that's what it was supposed to be. And then they were like, Ooh, what if you were a positive gospel group? And it just fell so flat. Um, what's funny about that is like, so the the positive gospel group, they were supposed to be good and they were getting booed. So then they turned them heel. So then when they turned them heel, they actually let them kind of do a little bit more of what they wanted to do, which is then kind of what has morphed into what the New Day is now. Mm-hmm. But it was funny because they were doing this stupid thing that fans booed, but they were supposed to be good. Then they started becoming the new day, and they were supposed to be bad, but fans were cheering. So it just goes to show you that sometimes the fans can dictate stuff, and also sometimes if you let talent do what they want to do, it comes through better than a written script. It also shows that sometimes uh, the fans don't know what they want. At the oh, same no, time. that too. Don't, don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to be like, oh, I'll just... No, not do that the Oh yeah, because no. Like, I want this, and they see it, and they're like, "I don't want it anymore." Like, uh, not to get too far off topic, but I'm a little worried if they keep doing Roman Reigns the way they were doing him, we're gonna get a repeat of, uh, oh yeah, of the of the anti Roman Reigns movement. Let, let's 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 just go ahead and throw it out there right now on record on the um the if the main event of or a main event of WrestleMania is Roman Reigns versus The Fiend, and Roman beats The Fiend, I give it two to three months, and we'll be back to everyone booing Roman. I'm not so sure that we're going to get that. Like, I know, I know that you're feeling that. Goldberg and Roman. Well, that's a whole other discussion. I, I just think, like, yeah, they have. I think they have other opponents lined up in mind for, for Roman. I don't think we're going to get The Fiend. I don't, plus, there's always the taker button that that's in the the back pocket yeah supposedly the taker button is going to be hit by another star but that's just it like there there's plenty of times for that button to be hit so i mean i agree but back to tag back to tag teams though uh any any note okay let me ask you this any notable tag team moments you can think of I can think of a quite a few. Like, oh my god, notable tag team moments? Yes, and we're going to open it up to just everything. You don't have to do... Okay, now, I have to ask this. Does tag team breakups count? Yeah, that's a tag team moment. Okay, number one notable tag team moment. The barbershop window. I was going to say that if you talk about tag teams, you have to bring up dude, the barbershop. Sean Michael, dude, I remember I watched that live as a little kid. I remember seeing Sean Michael super kicking Marty Jannetty because I love the rockers. And I was like, I was like, oh, no, he's a bad guy. Well, he was doing bad guy things. And holy crap, he's throwing him through the window. Yeah. Um, When he threw him through the window, that was the first thing, time I've ever seen anything like that in wrestling. And... I remember losing it because even though as a little kid, I, you know, kind of thought it may be fake. It may not be 
seeing a guy thrown through a window at that time, I didn't know about like sugar glass and stuff like that. So I'm yeah. just seeing a man thrown through a window. I'm like, they can't fake that. <laughs> that, um, that. That's a guy getting thrown through a window. Yeah. So like I was, I was like when like the next week is like as like uh little, little boy Jacob, I was uh when Marjanetti wasn't there, I was like, well, of course he's not. He got thrown through glass. He's dead. That man is probably scarred for life. Right. Uh, yeah, that would be my number one tag. Uh, is those two breaking up? Um, another one that pops into my head <laughs> is um. Uh, Rocky, this is your life. Uh, Rock and Sock Connection. That that was such a good tag team. Like, and I love that it, they reference it all the time. Uh, it, it, they are the tag team. Um, this whole uh, idea of the odd couple as a tag team. Don't get me wrong. It is it has happened before, and has happened since. But they are the tag team that proves that that works. Oh yeah, because they because it just. It started off such like, yeah, I guess they're doing tag teams. I'd rather see Rock do this. I'd rather Mick do this. And then it just turned into, oh, my Lord, what crazy shenanigans are they getting into this week? Because they both made that that team must watch. Yeah. Yeah, think- those would if, – if, if, if I had to pull out two, those would be two – moments for tag teams what do you got well i mean we can go with more than two i was literally just straight up looking for moments uh some of mine are like i like a lot of mine are are, uh are just because like it was a had to be there kind of moment uh so like for example uh was it 32 at orlando are we talking about roller coaster wrestlemania yeah roller coaster wrestlemania Yeah, see, that's that's the problem. He says he doesn't like numbers. I like numbers, but I also uh, can appreciate uh, the subtlety of attributing something to like a thing there. Like, oh, I mean, I get that too. But like no, this, I love numbers. Like numbers, this one's like what thirty six, right? Dude, I can, dude, I can right now name you every main event of every WrestleMania. You want to know how? Because of numbers. It's, and that's what I, I'm saying. Like, like oh, Two years ago, because if you said, what's the main event, WrestleMania main event two years ago, I'll be like, what number are they on? And then if you tell me the number, I'll be like, oh, okay, th- it was this, you know? Well, and that's what I was saying. It's like, you know, this coming up one is 36, right? Uh, that's correct. I'll probably only remember it as the pirate one. Yeah. See what I mean? Like, th- it's stuff like yeah. that. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, it is, like you said, uh, that one, uh, the, the one, definitely known as to me as roller coaster wrestlemania and this will be known as pirate wrestlemania yeah that's why i say like numbers are important numbers are good but also like a, a very good identifier is also helpful yeah, uh agreed anyway uh because i was like i was saying like you know you want to talk tag team moments you had a tag team although uh, let me just start by saying like just because like tag team the tag team was the host of wrestlemania that's not like necessarily like a wow accolade but you know it was still impressive uh that a tag like a tag team was the host not like a former superstar not a legend it was a tag team that kept coming out uh okay i'm just gonna say for the record not a fan of the hosts well so that's why i was saying like i'm fine with it when it's like uh somebody else like I, I i know we hate when uh we have terrible like oscar hosts uh 
But if you want to have just like a special guest or whatever, and you want to say, oh, he's the host, like that's, I'm not so burnt out about that. I'm, I guess I'm fine with back in the 27. Uh, it was The Rock. We hadn't seen The Rock in forever. You, The Rock wasn't going to have a match. So if you were going to promote, hey, The Rock's at WrestleMania, that's the only way you could do it. So I guess I get it. It's and that's what I'm saying. Like, like the New Day, they didn't have a match. And so it was like a big deal to have someone who... Shouldn't they have? Well, I don't know. Well, we thought they were. Um, and that's what you I was... You thought they were. And that, well, I mean, the rumors were there, but the rumors hadn't been confirmed so this is true too. This is so true. when you know when they show up and they're like, "Oh, we're turning this into a fatal four way." They weren't quite like they're not you know heels, but they were very like anti hero you know faces or whatever at that time. Uh, so when they come out doing that, I'm just like, "Wait, what?" And then then they start you know they're in their gear and they're strutting down, and I had seen all of the stuff leading up that was. Uh, that was talking about like uh like their final fantasy get up and yeah. you know how much she was excited looking forward to that and stuff like that <coughs> and so um so you know it's coming closer and coming closer and so when they come down in the gear i was like all right this is what's happening and so they're like, I wonder who, and they start doing the who thing. I'm like, yep, yep, here we go. I get to see, I get to see New Day. This is this is how you improve uh, my WrestleMania experience by giving me New Day, because uh, I was slightly upset that I was just going to watch them, you know, as a, like as a fan. Yeah, and uh, and so then when they came out, and started walking down and suddenly that music hit oh. yeah the crowd went nuts the crowd went nuts you know you are you are hands down uh correct that that is a moment um the crazy thing is for anyone who doesn't remember so the hardys were in ring of honor at the time they just left tna and they were doing shows at ring of honor and they were doing a feud with the young bucks the night before in uh orlando they were at an ROH show facing the Young Bucks for the tag team titles in a ladder match. And then the next night they're at WrestleMania in a ladder match. Like, those guys are just crazy, man. Um, I, I love me some Hardys. Uh, th but those guys are just, just straight up crazy. Yeah, and that's why I say, like, the rumors were there, but when you saw what just happened, you're just like... Yeah. Well, the, no, obviously not. Like that, that kind of like took that out of your your mind. And so, yeah, like, I, I will admit, there's a part of me that's like, I think the Hardys may still show up, but at the same time, they had just done an ROH show. So I was like, <coughs> in my in my mind, I was like, they'll probably show up on Raw, not at me. Yeah. You know, like <coughs> that's that's what I was thinking. I was like, they'll show up at Raw, and then once the New Day started going, hoo hoo, I was like. Are the new? I was like, no, it's definitely not the Hardys. The New Day are just adding themselves to the match. The music hit, and I was like, oh, holy, okay, cool. It's it's the Hardys. I I can distinctly remember just like mouth dropped. Wife is yeah. sitting there next yeah. to me, and she's like, "Is this a big deal?" I'm like, "Yes, this is a big deal." Yeah, no, it was. Uh, 
that was as far as moments uh, uh over the last decade i would say that that is the top tag team moment that doesn't like t- take the match out just the fact that they showed up at mania unannounced and got added to this match <coughs> like that just their hearing their music hit was a big oh yeah because because you're in a big open you know air stadium and you just all of a sudden hear down you're just like wait what i have not heard that in forever yeah yeah uh you know what's weird though when i think about it i was thinking i was trying to think of just you know other uh big you know tag team moments tag team wrestling has gotten a little unspecial can we all agree because one of the things i was trying to think about was like has there been a tag team lately who upon finally winning the tag teams it was like a big deal Okay, well, so um, I I feel all the specialness of tag team wrestling, uh, especially this last decade, has happened outside of WWE. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, So because that's what I mean. Like, there's there, you know, it's not like when you know the the Rock and Sock Connection won the tag team titles and everyone was like, "Whoa, they did it!" You know, yeah, they we don't have that anymore. Because to me. If we're going to talk like I, I were saying with WWE, but I'm just gonna say like this last decade, I feel like the Young Bucks uh, has been tag team of the decade, and I feel like if you want to talk about that special like they did it moment, so the Young Bucks was in New Japan, and New Japan has a very much a hierarchy of like, oh, you weigh this much, you're a junior. Oh, cool, but I've defeated all the junior tag teams. Cool, bulk up, you know. And so the Young Bucks that was there forever and it was a multi-time lightweight champions finally got their shot uh, the year before they, you know, uh, started creating AEW uh, at the, uh, the uh, IWGP heavyweight tag titles and won them. And that I thought was a big deal because it was this whole buildup uh, like behind the scenes and just like in interviews of them, of them being like, bulking up or trying to get to the next level and this that and the other and then like they finally bulk up they finally get their shot they finally win and stuff like that and so like that i think was a big time they did it moment you know yeah but once again we're we're, we're going to wwe well i mean like i said stuff. Like, like if you put like i don't know i guess the thing that <coughs> is a big deal for me is uh tag team moves are and aren't more special anymore uh, i mean i guess it depends on the tag team like you still have some cool tag team moves <coughs> well i guess i mean what i mean by that is like like let's say if you had the rock and stone cold together you know uh they're gonna do their individual moves and that's what it'll win them the match Whereas nowadays in WWE wrestling, <coughs> they almost treat it like, oh, the tag team is out. Well, the only way that they're going to win is by doing their tag team move. Well, yeah, but that's where it's always been. Tag team wrestlers have tag team fit. Yes, but I don't know. Like, are there any tag team moves where you're just like, whoa, when it pops off? Unlike, like, think about like you were talking about the Legion of Doom. Does anything have that Legion of Doom specialness? Or does it just have like, and that's the end of the match? Well, uh, yeah, you're right there. Because, I mean, uh, the Good Brothers have uh, <coughs> uh, 
whatever their move's called. I'm blanking on it right now. Magic Killer, thank you. Not that great of a move. Yeah. Um, Viking Raiders, uh, their move's just okay. You mean the Viking Experience? Uh, I meant War Raiders, sorry. No, no, no. Um, like, that's what the move is called. The Raiders of the War? The Viking, that raid? No, no, no. Like, that's what their tag I know, team I know, is. I know what it's called. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like, so it makes it funny is we make the joke, and then they go and announce their tag team finisher, and it's, it's the joke. Yes, it's so stupid. Um, yeah, no, I agree. In WWE right now, there's no tag team that their tag team move uh, is something that is awe-inspiring or just, like, really creative. Right. Um, it just all seems very simple. Like, there are tag teams that have some creative uh, team moves that they pull out every once in a while. But for the most part, they were talking tag team finishes. <coughs> yeah. Um. I would agree with that because I mean there used to be so many cool ones. Uh, Doomsday Device. Uh, I would say the Steiner's move, but it and Doomsday Device are very. Um, ah, crap! I'm trying to think of old school, really cool tag team finishes because I know that there were some. Uh, well, that's I mean, like back in the '90s, like every tag team, you know, if you didn't hear. Jr. Cole or somebody saying like they're lining up for the the whatever like like yeah. uh, Legion of Doom lining up for their move like that was a big deal when you're all of a sudden you're like oh oh here we go here we go uh but we just don't get that like uh do the like for example like the New Day does the New Day have like a tag team finisher. Or is it just um, kind of some? Is it just some combination of like Big E setting somebody up to do one of their individual moves? They don't. Uh, I mean, it's basically either. Uh, well, there for a while, it was Kofi's finisher. Was it? Oh no, 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 no! They do. He does the book ending. Uh, well, they did for a while. For a while, uh, he did the uh, 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 the big ending. Uh, with Xavier doing a foot stomp. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, uh, and then there was the one and where then Seth Rollins in, uh, ruined it for everyone. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to, I'm, I'm looking up, but of course, a lot of these awesome finishers are outside of WWE. Uh, <laughs> I'm trying to think if there's any old school finishers. That we can think, yeah. See, like, yeah, everything, uh, yeah, everything's outside of WWE. Just, I mean, not to bring the t- the, the title talk <coughs> down, but uh, no, no, no. Uh, we wrestling we, outside of WWE is so much better. We we brought the ti- we brought the talk down, unfortunately. But okay, so before we wrap anything up, um, quick qu- quick rundown. Uh, Spitfire answers. What is your favorite WWE tag title? Ooh, like out of all of them? Yeah. <sighs> oh, you're thinking, I'll give mine. Mine is the classic tag title from the 80s into the 90s that stood the test of time up until the brand split when they had to make the SmackDown title and then they just kind of made like a raw version of it. But yeah, I, I like the classic world tag title. Yeah, I'm gonna, probably going to have to just say that because that was such a good uh, 
such a good looking title. There's something there's something simplistic about just all gold. You know, like yeah. complete gold. I mean, yeah. I understand why they couldn't do gold with the color schemes that they wanted to do uh, for the new ones, but like yeah. silver just doesn't have the same like look what we accomplished. I mean, and before that, before they changed them to red and blue, they just looked like pennies when they were copper. So the I, co- I have not been happy with the WWE tag titles for quite some time. The copper one I'm mixed on because, yeah, it's copper. Yeah, it's not gold, like, 100% correct. Uh, <clears throat> I'm not as bothered by it, though, because I it it looked almost like ancient gladiatorial is the way that they were going for. So it had like a bronze look to it, which yeah. fit, fit the motif. That's why I, that one didn't bother me nearly as bad. Uh, but the silver, the silver just, I don't know. It doesn't look right. Yeah. Um, what are some big time, when you think of the tag titles, what are some matches that just come to mind that you're like, these were some of my favorite or just some of the ones that make me think of this title. Matches that make you think of. Hmm. Like off the top of my head, number one, WrestleMania 17, TLC two, Hardy's Christian and uh, the Dudley's. How do you top that? Uh, you don't that I'm sorry that's that's the match that's what I'm saying like you're like oh name iconic tag title matches I think I brought that up earlier it's like there's not been like anything where you're like oh wow they won the tag titles like it's just been very you know Um, oh they won yeah I think I think that one's good and then I have uh two that I have here on my list that uh anyone listening to this you have the WWE Network go look these up these are two matches that I feel like fall uh under the radar and are amazingly good. Um, one is SmackDown. Uh, I forget the date, but it's uh, TLC three, and it's Edge Christian <coughs> Dudley's Hardys and uh, Jericho and Benoit. Um, that match is really good. And apparently, I just learned recently <clears throat> that uh, because that match is hard hitting. Like, if you look, they are chunking that ladder at each other. They are swinging that ladder at each other. It is hard-hitting. And apparently, they decided to – WWE decided to do that match that day. So they only got a few hours' notice. And so a lot of the people involved in the match actually are they're more prouder of that one than the one at WrestleMania because of the fact that it was like, hey, you're doing a TLC today. And they just had to, like, basically come up with stuff just in a few hours. Right. And so, uh, but yeah, it's very hard-hitting, very And the other underrated one is one of my favorite. Uh, One, I think it is an extremely underrated tag match. Two, I actually uh, saw it live, and so makes it a little more special for me. But it is the crowning of the first-ever SmackDown Tag Team Champions. Um, And it's uh, Rey Mysterio and Edge versus Kurt Angle and Chris Benoit. Um, just those four right there, you know it's going to be a, an amazing match with those four in it. Oh, yeah. The, but, their presence alone probably made it really good. Yeah. But uh, Angle and uh, Benoit, I believe. Yeah, Angle and Benoit won the tag titles. They were the first ever SmackDown Tag Champions. And, yeah, it's, it, like I said, it's a really, really good match. 
it's uh, fun. It, it's funny you bring up uh you were you were bringing up like a smackdown episode as like a, a major uh you know tag one that you're looking forward to uh one of the ones that i remember fondly and it's it's not even for the right reasons like it's not even for the tag team aspect of it but i think it was like uh it's been so long i don't i only remember the event uh it, I know it was a buried alive match. Uh, I know Big Show was a part. Uh, Kane or not Kane, Triple H showed up. Undertaker Whoa, was there. Is that the one that it was? Um, um, Brothers of Destruction. I think against Big Show and uh, Foley. I don't remember. I I don't remember. All I remember is uh, Triple H showed up and messed up everything, and The Rock was there too. Uh, yeah. And the only reason I remember it is because we've we've talked about this before. It was one of the first uh, instances of like it doesn't make sense that they they had the person's music cued because it was the one where uh, where Stone Cold you know popped out of the uh, ambulance at the end. Yeah, but and they cued his music for him. To but they had, the but they had his music cued, and so I always joked that like, oh no, 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 that wasn't actually a music cue. That that glass you heard, that was them hitting the oh crap, it's Austin button. So like that was yeah. a live feed, and that's Vince what I'll always to, remember. But, but, but Vince had a guy in the back. Of the- I need to know when he's coming. I don't care if he comes down the ramp out of the car. If you see him, <coughs> hit the glass. And that's why I'm saying, like, I, I I love to joke because of that moment. Because, you know, we always joke about, like, oh, <clears throat> you know, if they're suddenly not supposed to be in the building or whatever, you know, how do they have their music queued up? Uh, but I'll always remember that one because it was the ultimate, like, he came out of the ambulance, but, but they had his music ready. So it's not really like that. Spe- it wasn't that, like, of a surprise because obviously they knew. And so I always like to joke that that glass you hear isn't actually like the beginning of his music, but actually them like smashing the Austin button, which then plays the music. Yeah. So that will always, and, and plus, you know, what happened, uh, you know, he showed up, uh, wailed on some people, put him in the ambulance and then ran into him with a semi. Yeah. Cause that's what Austin did. That's what Austin did. Nearly killed people. Nearly uh, killed people. Vehicular homicide, and he never got caught. Well, I mean, he was caught. He just didn't actually get anything. Sorry, never was convicted. Yeah, I mean, it's not really like he did it in secret. Like they they broadcast it. In all honesty, now thinking back on it, like Vince always was like trying to get Austin. Could like (laughs) they should have did an angle where Vince came to Raw and was arrested. Like what's happening? They kept like going back to court. And Vince was just in court, just hitting play on episodes of Raw. Like, and then yeah. he did this. And then he and did this. Did this. <laughs> and he will never be seen on this show again. What's your primary complaint with the uh, with the plaintiff? Uh, exhibit A, and it's just like you know an episode of Raw. Oh, okay. Well, that makes it. No, no, no. I'm not done. And he like just dumps a bunch of tapes down on the yeah. the desk. He's like, I I have over 48 hours. <laughs> worth of footage austin just keeps say, like talking into that little microphone that you're allowed at the thing what 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 he tried to kill a man what what austin this is for, like his lawyer austin this is, this is serious like we're in a court what 
This is this is seriously inappropriate in a courtroom. What? <clears throat> Sir, do you not take the, the, the authority of this court? Uh for are you just making a mockery of the authority of this court? <coughs> what? What? Do you not respect I, this? I'm authority? sorry, Judge, my throat's a little scratched up. If you'd hand me just Steve Weiser. What? Uh I said okay. I said you to what? I said I sent it to you to what? Like he just what? keeps interrupting him. Uh, uh, we reached we, that point, we, people. We we reached that point. It is it is, <laughs> it is Ace actually made me laugh at a what joke, so you know it's uh it's a <laughs> bit too late. Uh, I'm telling you, 2020, year of the pun. Uh <clears throat> but uh, that being said, uh the current state of WWE tag wrestling a little stale a but little. if you look back at the history there's a lot of good stuff oh yeah there's tons and, to be happy about it's yeah just... and there's no need to say that maybe in the future it turned back around um Vince just is gonna have to decide that he's okay <laughs> with having a star in a tag team for a little bit again because as of right now Vince is like oh I like that guy get him out of there yeah and also kind of let them do some flippy stuff that doesn't get to happen nearly enough. Yeah. And maybe do uh, storylines with tag wrestling that doesn't involve shaving their back. You didn't like that? No. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't. <coughs> well, I don't think anybody did. I don't think anyone. Anyway, uh, we're going to... You know what? I, I, I'm going to do it, I promise. We're not going to do it long, but uh, we'll record a little bonus feature for anybody who wants to listen uh, of what we were talking about at the beginning of the hour, because I'm sure Jake is all super excited now that he's like, oh, somebody. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, thank you all for listening. Uh, you all have a wonderful evening. Uh, make sure to spay and neuter your cats. Uh, wash your wash your hair, brush your teeth, uh, fold the laundry. Okay, you just can't sit there forever. You got to take care of that. Uh, I mean, it's gonna wrinkle people. You don't want wrinkly clothes. So, somewhere, my wife is screaming at me uh, for saying that. She's gonna listen yeah. and she's gonna hate me. Yeah, she should. You you yell at him, girl. Girl, you get on him. Actually, my biggest problem is the laundry gets folded and then I set it at the foot of the bed and it never actually like goes in the drawers. So that's my that's my problem. Uh, bye. Ace, fold the clothes.